0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Experience. I am your host, Jarius, the Unapologetic Geek, and here we are to not only cover the Weekend Geek, but I got a little bit more to talk about. I got a whole lot more to talk about, but before we get into that, I just want to give an overview of the episode. I'm going to talk about uh, the iPhone 11 news. Apple just announced that they're going to drop a new iPhone. Uh, I'll talk about it more or less um, I, I, I got some thoughts We'll get to that uh, NBA 2K20 has its own issues uh, We'll talk a little bit About the T.I. Podcast uh, Last week there was some news that came out Robert Patterson Patterson Did an uh, interview about Batman uh, The Batman uh, The Bad Boys 3 trailer came out So I'll talk about that Checked out a trailer for a movie called Just Mercy um, that stars Michael B. Jordan and Michael... I am mean, not Michael. I was about to say Michael J. Fox. Holy shit, hell no. Jamie Fox. so disrespectful. And Nicki Minaj dropped some news, but who cares about that? But the big thing I want to get to, the, the thing that made my world stop just a little bit, uh, is something that I've talked about a couple times on this podcast. I've talked about it a couple times on another podcast. And... Let's just get right into it Antonio Brown doing Antonio Brown shit My goodness So, (laughs) you all know where I'm headed with this But let's just take it back and just trace our steps back a little bit on here So Antonio Brown had his issues with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers last year uh, As we all know by now and he was traded uh, to the Oakland Raiders And we all know that that trade Was mainly about casting him out Making sure he wasn't a threat to the Steelers organization And <laughs> just let him rot away for the rest of his career Because we all know Oakland is probably going to be trash going forward And I had no problem with that Like, It's the NFL The organization is going to do what's best As far as their interests are concerned It's not like the NBA Where somebody is uh, Pulling the puppet strings From behind the scenes And making sure teams Are trading away their best assets To other teams that are within the same conference Just so those teams Can make it to the finals And go against other teams year after year You know uh, (coughs) I'm referring to the Pelicans and the Lakers By the way But anyway uh, yeah the NFL is different They want to see you right away Which is cold blooded But in theory hey, it's how life goes Like you don't want your opponent To have any more of an advantage Against you So anyway the Steelers get rid of Antonio Brown And I can't remember what episode I said this on But when I spoke about it I said I can't wait for it It's going to be a train wreck And sure enough As black as I am And coming to you on this podcast it happened. I mean as sure as grass is green As sure as the sky is blue As sure as the sun rises in the east And sets in the west We got exactly, exactly what we wanted And so, with that being said Here's a quick timeline of the clusterfuck That has been Antonio Brown as an Oakland Raider uh, just before camp uh, yeah just a little bit before camp opened up we found out about Antonio Brown's frostbite issues because he was in cryotherapy and he stayed in the, the thing a little bit too long the, the cryobaric chamber which sounds like something out of Dragon Ball Z but there was what the hyperbolic chamber that Goku and Vegeta would sit in to recharge Saiyans would sit in and recharge or whatever and That was an interesting thing Because I'm like I'm pretty sure they give you some specific directions But I think he had the wrong footwear on Or something like that Anyway he had these fucked up feet And he showed them on Instagram that was terrible Get off of that And we go to the the pathetic nature Of his helmet grievance Where he was told Like sometime last year and that was going to be the same time that I mean, the last time that he'd be able to wear a particular helmet that he had grown accustomed to while playing in Pittsburgh. And they, the NFL said, We're changing the shit, man. That helmet is deemed unsafe. We're going to give you a safer helmet. Well, Antonio Brown didn't want to hear that shit. And he made this whole big saga about the helmet. That he knew he would have to change the same helmet That he said that the NFL Wouldn't allow him to change due to racial issues Even though they made Tom Brady And uh, Aaron Rodgers Change the helmet Which if we're Going off who has the right to flex Or not Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady definitely have more of a right Than Antonio Brown And it's not a color thing It's, It's just what it is They have a legacy built up in the NFL And he made it about that He filed a grievance against the NFL To get it um, overturned So he could keep wearing his helmet The NFL said nah I'll Get you a new fucking helmet Alright So after that uh, After he lost that appeal For the grievance He said he'd retire if he couldn't wear a helmet Everybody was clowning him and Like that's some dumb shit Like why would you retire based on the uh, Gear that you get to wear in the NFL Like Studies showing that this helmet Is not as safe as the other ones At that point um, The coach of the Raiders No Matt Mayock The um, I think that's the general manager of the Raiders Said hey he's either all in or all out Period I'm not going back and forth with this guy over here But we've been as supportive as we can But he has to come to work Like all the other guys do And so Eventually it looked like things were going to calm down But then he got fined by the team He posted a fine letter on uh, Instagram The next day, breaking news He goes to the facility Goes back and forth with the general manager Of the Raiders Cusses him out, calls the man a cracker Which <laughs> That's a big deal, like on the scale How racist is the term cracker Because we know how racist the word nigga is Right we know how racist some of these other words are that offend other ethnicities like we get it how racist cracker is to a white person I let a white person tell me that um because I never heard anybody like getting super mad a white person getting super mad about being called a cracker but I do know one thing I know that you as an employee can't go to your workplace and call your white boss a cracker like that's that's not how anything goes so he calls him a cracker um Has to be pulled away from him Threatened physical violence Told him to come outside Square up All this other shit Next day we find out um, That He would be forfeiting Upwards to about 30 million dollars Of his signing bonus uh, If you know he was suspended Which the Raiders had threatened to suspend him Then I hear about him Going to the facility making this Um, heartfelt apology to get back in the good graces of the NFL oh not the NFL, the Raiders and of course I guess by proxy, the NFL, wanted to get back in their good graces, he had this tearful apology John Gruden says alright, all's better ends well, tells the media hey he's going to start our first game let's move on or so we thought next day rolls around now all of that shit happened on thursday so we get to friday and um, oh it may have been thursday evening where they john gruden and antonio brown were supposed to be meeting he stood john gruden up uh and then he calls him and it's a b gruden and uh Drew Rosenhaus, who might have oh my god, Drew Rosenhaus is whenever he comes out with a book talking about being a representative for both TO and Antonio Brown, it's gonna be amazing. But Drew Rosenhaus, uh John Gruden and Antonio Brown, they all are on the phone. John Gruden basically says, Cut the shit, play football. Antonio Brown says, Well, I'm a man first of some bullshit like that. They come to an agreement, he's gonna report to uh to practice and and go and play if things looking good and then shit at that point i go to sleep go to sleep wake up on saturday morning roll over um actually i ended up having to go to work i went to work got some work done and then a good friend of mine um we were talking shit to each other about our respective teams I'm a Chargers fan He's a Dolphins fan And he cuts the shit Talking out to say Hold the fuck up Antonio Brown Just asked for a release From Oakland I'm like okay Maybe this is fake news You know, Not that I don't trust him But maybe it's fake news Maybe it's something That you see You know Facebook Twitter All these other places They fool us all the time Nope it's on Bleacher Report And I trust Bleacher Report like a motherfucker If you all don't have Bleacher Report on your phones As a sports fan you need to get that shit Trust me They're accurate Straight up And he asked for his release And basically saying look if y'all call me a clown I'm cool with it But I gotta get out of here So I'm researching I'm trying to find out why They still Uh Chose Not to give him that signing bonus Because apparently It was an issue that If he got disciplined by the team That was it They're taking it away And a fine Is a disciplinary action against You know your player You didn't even have to get in trouble with the the NFL Like they could have forgave that But the team was like Nah if we got to discipline you Then no you don't get this money So he asked for a um, release He makes this big Issue of everything And the Raiders just do it And When I spoke earlier with uh, My cousin and He was just saying you know the Raiders are just gonna sit this I don't like no you can't let the player Control The narrative you can't let the player control The situation like you can't just Give him a stern warning and not punish him After he calls the GM a cracker And wants to square up with him You just can't do that You have to do something And then they cut him And I'm thinking the Raiders are like Look we don't need you here So we're going to cut you Because nobody else is going to sign you And I'm up here expecting Okay Yeah maybe this is it Maybe this is how this whole saga ends He gets cut He gets ousted Nobody wants to sign him as great as he is, I mean, a potential Hall of Fame uh, talent, you know, that, that's just it. And then I kept thinking about it. No, it's one team that would sign him. And I said this to a couple of friends, and they, they agreed. Then I saw on Facebook other people were saying it too. It's one team that definitely signed him. It's one team who's has a coach and a quarterback and a front office that no player can be bigger than. And that is the organization that ended up Fucking signing him One minute Into when he could be signed By another team That team is of course The New England Patriots The New England fucking Patriots The rich who clearly Keeps getting richer Signed Antonio Brown One of the best receivers we've seen In Shit I'll say since Randy to be honest And They got him And th- the first thing you, you hear Is like people who hate the Patriots Trying to say you know oh, It's not going to work out Let's be honest It doesn't have to work out Antonio Brown acts a fool over there And yeah he, he has $10 million I believe Guaranteed or $9 million of it Guaranteed his $15 million deal He acts a fool over there Bill Belichick has no problem Deactivating him and sitting his ass on the bench he, In so many words, Antonio Brown has the right one now Because he has someone who's not relying on his talent To get a Super Bowl Hell, he just got a Super Bowl last year So yeah, he can act a fool if he want to But he's going to be sitting on the bench And at that point, if he does that If people see that Bill Belichick couldn't even rein him in Then nah, he has a hard time going to another team That would take him Seriously And not only that, that he can take seriously This is a great opportunity to actually win a championship And I think they're going to get Antonio Brown on his best behavior But before I go any further, I want to make things clear This is clearly a fix, right? There's no way you're going to get me to believe That Antonio Brown just acted a plum fool Virtually out of nowhere the way he did over the, over the course of like four or five days And he gets rewarded A minute into his uh, Pseudo free agency for getting signed by the Super Bowl champions They had been having those conversations Remember Antonio Brown almost got traded to the Steelers The Patriots offered a I think a first round draft pick to the Steelers for him And they got shook and was like we're not gonna send you to a conference rival who already kicks our ass. No, that's just not how it's gonna work. And he went to Oakland and he you know, he played along. He wanted he acted like he wanted to play. And then after a while, I'm pretty sure he was looking around like this is some bullshit and I don't wanna be here. And he picked up the phone and he called or DM'd on Instagram. I don't know. He hit up Tom Brady and was like, How can we make this work? Tom Brady may have said, Hold on, let me get Bill. Got Bill included. It says, shit, just do what you normally do. Get the fuck out of there. Act a fool. Make it so it'll be a huge inconvenience to them to go into the season with you on a roster. And Antonio Brown did just that, even going so far as to talk to other social media influencers to tell him how to get out of the Oakland contract. And it worked. And Oakland went from being stern And being a, a harsh disciplinarian And, him and upholding their uh, organization To kind of looking like they got played And then Jerry Rice comes out and says Shit, we all got played He had me thinking he wanted to be a 49er I'm pretty sure Jerry Rice Once he found out that Antonio Brown got released Was like, okay, he's coming to the 49ers Nope Nope He's going to try and get that ring with Tom Brady And This is pretty much the NFL's equivalent Of the Golden State Warriors with Kevin Durant In my eyes Just looking at this Stepping away from Just looking at it from an Antonio Brown perspective To an NFL perspective My God If he looks anywhere As good as he has in the past With Big Ben who's a lesser quarterback Than Tom Brady on a lesser organization Than the Patriots I can't imagine what he's gonna do When he's lining up And he has not only Tom Brady number 12 Throwing to him But he also has Edelman Who people have to respect He also has Josh Gordon Who teams have to respect Virtually making it impossible To double him it's going to be a long season And I'm buckled up for it and I'm ready for it And I guess that's how we transition From just talking about one particular incident To talking about the entire NFL Week 1 of the NFL has come and gone A lot a lot of craziness happened A lot of things that you expected happened And uh, I'll just get started With uh, the Patriots and the Steelers Which was... The game I was most looking forward to seeing Because I wanted to see how the Steelers look Without Antonio Brown And without Le'Veon Bell And I also wanted to see What the Patriots Were looking like Because it seems like every year the Patriots turn into a different team And If this is how the Steelers look Without Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown Then Ben Roethlisberger just got fucking exposed He looked pedestrian out there. He looked like he had no idea what it is he wanted to do at times. He was throwing off his back foot for most of the game. And I attribute a lot of that to the uh, Patriots defense which looks like absolute absolute beasts out there. They were savage. They were putting Ben on his ass. They were putting everybody on their ass. The running game wasn't doing anything. And Juju Smith-Schuster God bless his heart He's the man as far as wide out In in Pittsburgh and they made him a non-factor And It's astonishing What the Patriots did to them But it's also astonishing How Much worse or how much It looked like being Missed both Antonio Brown And Le'Veon Bell There (laughs) <laughs> to be honest, I'm not a Ben Roethlisberger guy. I got a lot of shit that I talk about him. Uh, a lot of his personal issues piss me off but and, and, and they're bothersome. But at the same time, he's always been a bad teammate as far as what I can see. And the way he handled the Antonio Brown situation, he's a horrible leader. And the ass kicking that he got, to be honest, he, he it was well deserved. And by ass kicking, the final Score was thirty-three to three, Patriots' way. Like they couldn't score a single touchdown. To be honest, I can't even recall if they got into the red zone. That Patriots' defense looks masterful. The offense is doing what they do with uh, Tom Brady on the center. It was <laughs> it was a spectacular ass whooping to the point where I honestly turned it off and started watching Ant Man and the Wasp. And yeah. I chose watching Ant Man and the Wasp over football, so yeah, forgive me over that. Uh, next up, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers looked like absolute trash against the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco uh, still to deal with a 31-17 uh, win. I still don't know what to make of this team. I still don't know what to make of Jimmy G. He had a decent outing. Oh no, yeah, it was a pretty solid outing. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if um, if the, the 49ers can sustain this, especially playing in a tough division, but we'll see. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys took the Giants down 35-17. It was an amazing display by not only Ezekiel Elliott, but Dak Prescott, who's in a contract year show why you need to go ahead and pay him. He played an excellent game. Between Gallup and Amari Cooper, they got the job done. I like the Cowboys, and it hurts me to say that, but I like the Cowboys to go very far as far as the NFL season is concerned, Um, barring any injuries, of course. Uh, Next, we had something of a pathetic display. The Detroit Lions and the Arizona Cardinals ended up tying 27-27 27 to 27, and it took an overtime, of course, to get us there. The Lions, I believe, were up by 17 at one point, or something like that, and they just blew the game virtually in the fourth quarter. Uh, Kyler Murray went from looking like ass in the first three quarters to looking like, okay, he may have figured this out. And I, I enjoyed how he adapted as the course of the game uh, went on over the course of the game. Um, Arizona still is probably going to be one of the worst teams in the league, maybe. But they're trending upward. It's <laughs> so many. It, it's so many ways I can. I can see this kind of working out. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to. They're going to make a couple upsets, a couple splashes here and there. But we'll keep our eyes on that. Next up, Seattle Seahawks, of course. Uh, handle business twenty one twenty. They took down the Cincinnati Bengals, but they have some 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 flashes over uh, on the Bengals side. Andy Dalton is still Andy Dalton, but he can get the ball to you. And with them having AJ Green out of the game, I don't know. Maybe it's different if they if uh, AJ Green was available to play. I don't know, but yeah, it, it's. The thing of note for the Seahawks was They may have finally gotten their number one receiver Yes, Metcalf didn't have a huge game But it was good enough to get the job done And I want to see how he progresses throughout the year Uh, Russell Wilson is one of my early picks For possible MVP candidates Uh, So we'll see how that all develops Uh, The Indianapolis Colts lost to my L.A. Chargers uh, who pretty much showed Hey we don't need Melvin Gordon really uh, Eckler Eckler was fine Drew I mean not Drew Brees Oh my god I wish Drew Brees was still there But anyway Phillip Rivers my quarterback He looked pretty good so I'm not going to go as far as Last year when I was on reality beach and say they're going to make the uh, Super Bowl I mean what could only hope But I will say We're not bullshitting this year So stay on the lookout for that Philadelphia Eagles Carson Wentz kind of got off to a slow start But when he woke the fuck up He lit everybody the fuck up Deshaun Jackson dialed back the clock And was basically on an island by himself Just catching all kinds of deep bombs From uh, Carson Wentz Who has a lot to prove Carson Wentz has been injured in key moments, both times they needed him over the last couple of years And now that Nick Foles is gone The team is his And he had, and it's unfair Because he had the Eagles rolling before they got to that Super Bowl But he has to win the Super Bowl like He has to do what Nick Foles did with the Eagles As a more superior quarterback And not only does he have to win the Super Bowl, he has to win the Super Bowl MVP as far as what I can tell. And it's unfair because he's a good quarterback and you can't help when your body fails on you in most cases. But I can't wait to see how that uh, season unfolds. Of course, the Washington Redskins still look like they don't know what the hell they're doing. Jay Gruden is probably coaching for his last year. Let's we'll see how things progress. Next up, the Buffalo Bills beat the New York Jets 17-16 to in a very, very defensive game. If the Jets had any kind of kicking, they probably would have pulled this one out, if I'm to be honest. Um, Josh, Allen, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is straight. Josh Allen is what I kind of call that gamer quarterback. He's not going to put up the 60s numbers, but he's going to get it done. And I once put... Uh, Lamar Jackson as the game of quarterback It's not always going to look pretty but It may transition into a W Uh, He has that grit about him And Josh Allen I'm not saying he's nearly as good as Lamar Jackson But I am saying he has that grit That I like Uh, Here's the game that I ended up seeing uh, Which was our local game Here in Georgia The Atlanta Falcons and the Minnesota Vikings And uh, the Vikings Beat them 28-12 don't let that story fool you It wasn't even that close It's a shame How bad The Falcons look I Like the stats That Matt Ryan had were all in garbage time Um And they still kind of refuse To get the ball at Julio When it's in the red zone Like I understand he's being covered like Like it's nobody's Business but shit he has one of the best jump ball um, catching abilities in the league. Give him a shot, right? But, I mean you can't tell you can't tell Matt Ryan shit, apparently. Um so I don't expect the Atlanta Falcons to do much of anything, especially coming out of that division. There he is. I'm moving on. The Baltimore Ravens sent uh Miami well on their way to getting Tua to Tagovanova or whatever his name is uh, from the Alabama Crimson Tide the Ravens beat the Dolphins 59-10 in the game that I laughed the most at when I looked at the highlights and everything um, Lamar Jackson the game is coming to him now he's making his progressions he's making sound throws he ran A little bit, but not nearly as much as we're used to. But he looked fantastic out there. And he and Hollywood Brown, it might be a match made in heaven. But those throws that um, Lamar Jackson was making, they were beautiful. Uh, Next up, my pick for MVP to repeat Patrick Mahomes is already in midseason form, and it was week one. He was in midseason form in the preseason, if we're being honest. And he just just went out there and made the Jacksonville Jaguars, who don't have a terrible defense, look like they had a terrible defense. The man is a walking video game. Even with Tyreek Hill going down, I don't think it slowed down the momentum of the team. Even when he got hurt a little bit earlier in the game, it really didn't slow down a whole lot of, of momentum as far as the Chiefs are concerned. Patrick Mahomes is going to win the MVP award again. He might even surpass his touchdown passes for the year. I don't know. But that's the only team that's honestly the last hope to keep the Patriots from just dominating their way to the Super Bowl. And as great as that Patriots defense is, that's how special Pat Mahomes is. I think he can find a way. And Antonio Brown is an insurance policy to me against Pat Mahomes and the the Kansas City Chiefs. So I can't wait to see those two go against each other. They have a regular season game schedule. I'm pretty sure they're going to go against each other again in the playoffs. But the Kansas City Chiefs didn't miss a beat. And they were so close to getting to the Super Bowl last year. They got a hell of a a fight ahead of them. But before the Patriots uh, acquired Antonio Brown, they were more picked to go to the Super Bowl. And finally, I mean this is not the last game we're going to cover but you know what, I'm going to cover the last two games and then we're going to come back to this one. The LA Rams beat the Carolina Panthers somebody get Christian McCaffrey some help man he was doing everything out there, rushing, receiving and I know Cam Newton is coming off shoulder surgery Uh, I know there were some drops, there were some bad calls, they didn't go the Panthers way, but it's kind of one of those put up a shit up years for uh, Carolina so we'll see where it goes, we'll see if they're able to put this thing together but the way they're looking they're going to finish third in the division no, they may finish second because Atlanta is that horrid, and of course the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're, they're a fucking joke Unless they have Ryan Fitzpatrick and then just half the time they're a fucking joke, but most of the time they're a fucking joke. Uh but yeah, the the Rams uh pull off a win thirty to twenty seven. Um Jerry Goff I mean he's that quarterback of the future. They just signed him to a big contract. So he did what he was supposed to do. I'm still a little worried about Gurley. Uh, he didn't look like the Thai girl that I'm used to. But we'll see that defense did look good, even though they gave up 27 points. Um, the Green Bay Packers finally got a defense. Aaron Rodgers was excited about that. Uh, they beat the Bears 10-3 to and exposed Mitch Trubisky as a liability for the Bears organization. And it's a damn shame because they have a championship defense. They have a championship Uh, pass rusher on the um, Bears that (laughs) basically can carry the defense if need be and they have a quarterback that just won't put up points on the other side so the Packers survived the Bears 10-3 due to quarterback ineptitude and having a better defensive performance against a lesser quarterback more so than anything and finally the game I skipped over the Cleveland Browns lost to the Titans 43-13. to Made Mariota look like a fucking Hall of Famer out there. And... Baker Mayfield just couldn't get anything going. He couldn't get anything going. He had a couple of solid passes, but... If you rush him, if you get to him, he's going to make mistakes. And that's what happened over the course of the game. He just kept putting him on his ass. And so... I'm, this is the story I'm most interested in Because there was a lot of chest stomping, There was a lot of uh, hype There was a lot of going back and forth From people who were criticizing them And now you actually have to play the games And it's a humbling loss It's a, the type of loss they needed going forward But I'm looking at the schedule And it does not get easier from him At some point they are going to see the Patriots At some point they are going to see a Steelers team That while not as good as they Have been over the past few years Are enough to get it done against them They are going to see a Baltimore team that's rejuvenated And has a quarterback that can put up points now They're going to see a lot of teams They're going to see the Rams, I believe, next week So They're going to see a lot of defenses And offenses who have been hearing about How good they look all year And they're going to put it to the test They're going to get their ass kicked a couple times Maybe they'll do some ass kicking A couple times But it's time to put up, it's time to actually play the games and get shit done. And so that's it for me as far as the NFL recap for the week. <laughs> I'm just glad football is back, to be honest. Uh, and as far as the NBA is concerned, I saw somewhere Anthony Davis said he's going for a uh, defensive player of the year. And he wants he and LeBron to make, like, defense first team or something like that. Look, Anthony Davis, you have a much better job or a much better chance of getting that job done than LeBron James coming into what is, like, 17th, almost 18th season and being the defensive player of the year. Like, I mean, defensive first team. LeBron's days of playing defense on the long call. But Anthony Davis, eh, I can see him being first team. He has to really put up though He has to really put up because he got what he wanted Just like Dwight Howard Who is returning to the Lakers Just like Dwight got what he wanted He has to produce So we'll see how that goes I'm not I'm not completely sold On AD as I've said On Off Topic But whatever But that was your Sports Recap uh, and I'll be back to talk about some geek shit as soon as this uh, word from our sponsor, or my sponsor, is done. All right, see you there. Hey guys, it's Sergio from Reality Breached. We've got a bunch of different podcasts over on our network at realitybreach.com, and one of my favorites is Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. Shellheads is a deep dive into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in ways you've never heard before. From the early comic days to the current Nick show, nothing is off limits. Jeff, from the Warp Zone Arcade, joins me to binge watch and power read through a comprehensive library of TMNT fandom. Check Shellheads out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more details, visit realitybreached.com. You for coming back and listening to the second half of the unapologetic experience, I know this is a little bit different. I feel like I've done a different format every episode, but I'm splitting it up sports on one half, uh, geek, uh the weekend geek on the other half. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get started. So, uh, Apple had their huge conference, uh, and of course, everybody knew they were gonna unveil their iPhone 11. Long story short, it just looks all right. To me, it's nothing. I used to be one of those Apple heads that everything it came out with was possibly gospel. But now I'm just like, ah, uh, okay. It's just the same phone repackage and put like a, another bill of Wilson on it, and that's just it. But the Apple, uh, the iPhone 11 is going to be upon us it looks like it's going to have a couple new colors i see like this baby blue color that kind of looks it kind of looks dope but anyway um it's not a whole whole lot that's different uh the base models now are going to have two cameras that's something that they already did on the plus models um on you know their their other phones like the 7s and the 8s or whatever Uh, But, they have an iPhone 11 Pro, which is going to have three cameras. Might I need a third camera, I don't know. But, it's going to supposedly record better video and better pictures and all of that stuff. Uh, There are some other features that I've heard that Samsung has had for a while that will be on there. That's great. Uh, The price point, the iPhone 11, it's going to start at like $699 or something like that. Then, it goes up from there. Uh, The iPhone 11 Pro is $999. Uh, starting out, and then the Pro Max, which is just the bigger phone, bigger version of the Pro, is gonna be 10 dollars starting out. And at least the base models on the Pro and the Pro Max are gonna be 128 gigs. Like, eh, that's not as bad. Uh, now, I would have been pissed if it was like a 64 gig and you're paying that much, but eh, it is what it is. Uh, they also announced the Apple Watch 5. My wife has an Apple Watch. I think, and she really likes it. I've never had like a really hands on experience with the Apple Watch, even though I have an iPhone myself, I just hadn't gotten around to it. It And maybe I Apple TV Plus, I guess they couldn't come out with a better name for it, but anyway, it's their uh, personal streaming service that they'll be um, issuing out. They're gonna have original movies, original TV shows, and just a lot of different content to stream. (laughs) Is <laughs> I guess you can tell by the lack of enthusiasm In my voice And I don't really know what to make of it uh, But we'll see Right now Disney Plus is leading the race As far as getting ready to Or being the most geared up for a Streaming war with Netflix uh, So if it If today I had to choose Maybe two services to go with It would be Netflix and Disney Plus I'm not checking for Apple TV Plus like, I'm just not but the interesting thing they do have Is they're going to have an arcade service So I guess they're stepping the game up And really getting into the realm of gaming Before we get the huge console That I know is coming from Apple I know Apple is going to get into the console race It's been uh, rumored for quite some time But I think they're just testing the waters uh, With the Apple Arcade service So um, That's pretty much all I got As far as that's concerned uh, But There was something that's uh, been trending on Twitter that was pretty funny to me. And it's almost like I hear this every year, but this year it was louder than other years. I woke up and I just always check Twitter just to see what the hell is trending, what are people talking about, as I try to get prepared to come on this show every week or as often as possible. And I saw that uh, Fire Runny 2K Uh, was trending and the guy who's the spokesperson for um, NBA 2K they were just beating him over the head even though he doesn't actually develop the game and 2K yet again is having issues servers are are a big issue uh, as far as their stability you have all these glitches which are typical people just have glitches with both Madden and 2K and then they get spread all over the internet but that's a part of the game or whatever people are having issues with loading screens instead of loading screens are going too long, they're having issues as far as badge tracking online and things like that and I know you want to have it day one but 2K is 2K, 2K is going to have issues, 2K is going to have situations that make you want to throw your controller, I think last year it was about being uh, close to the basket and missing a layup, that was a big deal as far as what I've heard but I, I'm just going to say it 2k is a scam It's become a scam now like, Imagine buying a game For $100 if you want the legendary Edition Which no nah, that's not happening with me uh, But getting a game for $60 And then just to be competitive In that game be competitive online You got to buy another $100 In virtual currency hey, That's some bullshit That's some bullshit to me and i miss the days where you could just own up or acquire upgrades through playing the game only like you didn't have to play the game continuously and buy virtual currency just to to make shots just to make a joke and i got some some friends that play it and they're like yeah you gotta you gotta buy that vc just to get ahead in the game or just to make yourself competitive and that's not fair to me and it's it's a scam uh it's why I never really wanted to get into the online realm as far as playing 2K in the first place like I'm good with just look I I was raised the only child so I'm good with playing the game by myself to be quite honest with you I wouldn't want to go out and and try and just play with people online and get thrashed by 30 points like the computer probably is going to kick my ass a little bit anyway but nah I ain't doing all that extra shit but I feel the plight of people saying It's not fair for me to have to spend All this All this money on virtual currency Trying to, to build my my playground Like that's dumb to me um, Now it, I'm not knocking Anybody for spending their money on it Like that's your your um, Prerogative and that's what you want to do That's what you enjoy I'm knocking how the company Handles their situation How they come out and they want you to To Basically, pay to actually enjoy the game. That's whack to me. Anyway, yeah, uh, 2K is getting. <laughs> they're getting ran over, man. Like, it's brutal, and I know they're going to release those patches as soon as they can. Uh, hopefully, the game will be complete and ready by the time I pick it up on Black Friday when I also pick up Madden every year. So, uh, we'll definitely stay tuned on that. Uh, the TI Podcast, Expeditiously, which. Really is the only reason I'm bringing it up I like the title expeditiously It's funny when T.I. says it It was funny when Kodak Black used it As the title of his diss track Toward T.I. It's, it's funny that that word Is associated with him And he ran with it and made that the title Of his podcast I uh, listened to a little bit of it I uh, listened to the episode with LL Cool J And Ice Cube And it's really just just some dope rap dudes Dropping knowledge And, and talking about um, How they see the culture And it debuted on number one on iTunes So big ups to him uh, When I told my wife about it The first thing she said was like Damn T, Why you just can't let regular folks have anything Like let let regular people have podcasts And I was like yeah But when you're born and you got money And you got some fame shit why not if you got something to say go ahead and get it started I'm the last person that's gonna hate on anybody getting the podcast and she wasn't hating either but yeah it's tough for us regular dudes when Ti out here making a number one debut on the podcast Uh, just a little bit as far as last week's news uh, I found a pretty dope interview with Robert Patterson talking about um, donning the Batman suit during his uh, audition process To become our next Batman And he said it's just a sense of empowerment Once you throw that suit on Which I've heard before uh, It wasn't Michael Keaton that said it But it may have been Um, But I think Christian Bale said something About being empowered When you have that Bat suit on And it looks like a badass moment Like once you put it on You're like okay I'm on to something special Like I feel like I can kick anybody's ass And he's excited about it uh, Up until the point where he like it looks like he had to catch himself from Revealing some kind of tie-in with the Joker I highly doubt that Joaquin Phoenix's uh, Joker Is going to have anything to do with Robert Pattinson's Batman But I think it depends on how successful Joker ends up being And What the vibe of The new Batman is going to be I have a theory I think they're gonna Go balls to the wall And possibly Try to To sell this As an R rated film Is it likely No But at this point DC has to do Something right They have to do Something They have to do Something to to put Themselves out there As a viable Competitor to Marvel Who has dominated For so long And who is Finally vulnerable I mean, Marvel basically ended the Avengers, and it's going to be quite some time before we get another Avenger movie. So yeah, why not? Why not see what sticks? So uh, I'm looking forward to checking out the Batman. At first, I was a little skeptical with Robert Pattinson signing on, uh, but I, I've opened up to the idea. I'm still very much looking forward to uh, checking out Joker. Next up, Bad Boys Three released their first trailer last week. Uh, it was met with some mixed reviews. I, I, the vibe that they were going for, I think they got it with the comments saying, damn, Martin looks wise. Yeah, that's the point. I think we're getting a old um, Dad Boys team. I think we're going to get a retiring... He's going to actually retire this time. Uh, char- a retiring character with Martin's character whose name escapes me right now. Uh, but... I can't. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. I'm looking forward to seeing if they set up for a continuation of the series or if they just wrap this thing up. I think it's going to do well in the box office. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, Will looks younger in Bad Boys 3 than he did in 2, and that's fucking crazy. That is insane how the man is virtually immortal. And. It's, he looks like he still has it As far as action is concerned When I looked at the trailer I told my wife It reminds me of Lethal Weapon 4 Which is my favorite Lethal Weapon movie uh, I know some people probably hear this And groan but whatever fuck it. It's it, that story Of Of being uh, Too old in an action movie To the point where you can't do The same shit you used to do I like that story and it's, it's pure comedic gold in that And that's what Bad Boys 3 looks like it's going for uh, So yeah, I, I think it has a chance to be really dope But at the same time, we're talking about Michael Bay here and He directed, what, the first two? I'm a little nervous about post-Transformers Michael Bay I just am Another trailer debuted last week in Just Mercy uh, Starring Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx and it got me to thinking Like Michael B. Jordan I feel is destined to win an Oscar I think he's going to get it done um, I, I've i been Admiring his work Since The Wire To be honest uh, And Then I saw him of course in Chronicle And uh, he was great Of course in Black Panther But he was also great in Friday Night Lights Which is a role that I don't think a lot of people Give him nearly enough credit for uh, So I'm very optimistic about how this film Is going to do as far as the acting chops But then I'm looking at Jamie Foxx And Jamie Foxx has had a couple of movies Where he was just in just collect a paycheck Like Stealth and stuff like that uh, He was straight in Annie Which I saw recently And he's going to be um, He's going to be Spawn In the reboot of that Which I don't know what the status is on it But he has signed on to be Spawn But Anytime I see Jamie Foxx, I'm willing... Oh, another move he was great in was Collateral. But anytime I see Jamie Foxx, I'm willing to give him a shot because he's a badass, man. Like He's a good comedian. He's a great stand-up comedian. He's a great artist. Like, musical artist. But that damn right! We we just need to take a a step back and, and just really appreciate the greatness of jamie fox and that's what i just was thinking about after i saw the the trailer because i'm like damn it looks like he's gonna do it again and with that being said somebody asked me not that long ago matter of fact it was aaron from off topic he said what's the greatest like single performance you've ever seen in a movie and um, the first person i thought about was jamie jamie and ray it's one of those performances that's transcendent It's a performance that I believe Should be shown in acting school or, or actors should be told Hey go look at that That's how you impersonate somebody That's how you become somebody Because it gets to the point in Ray Where you can't even recognize that it's Jamie Playing him And So um, Just Mercy It looks good uh, Because of those two it looks like they, they're coming to bring it But Let's just stop and just just Really appreciate the greatness That is Jamie Fox And finally uh, Last little bit of news from last week Nicki Minaj announced that she retired on Twitter Without going into too many details It, it kind of looks like A cry for attention to me And Nicki to me just hasn't been the same Since Cardi B came on the scene I'm not saying that That Cardi is better than Nikki Or Nikki is even better than Cardi I'm not saying that at all But it looks like When people were giving Cardi All this love and attention Something And maybe even the same thing That clicked inside of Little Kim When she saw uh, Nikki on top of the world At that time Something clicked and just didn't do it for her And that led us to where we are now With Cardi and with Nikki And all the issues that they have But if it wasn't a cry for attention, I'm happy for Nikki. I think it'll be dope um, to just see her get married and have a family and see Mama Nikki. You know, see a nice milf for Nikki. <laughs> uh, but you know, all in all, it just it it was abrupt, and she later apologized for it being abrupt to her fans. Uh, and it's supposed to be a, a big deal on Queen Radio uh, whenever that episode drops. But it just, it, it kind of seems like a ploy. And rappers never really retire. Like, Jay Z basically had two careers, uh, all the way up until the Black album. And then we got a different Jay Z from there. So technically, he retired on Persona, I believe. But rappers never really retire. Let's just be real. All right. So, with all that being said, it's time for me to get on up out of here, man. Uh, of course. You can follow me on Facebook at The Unapologetic Geek. You can follow me on Instagram at The Underscore Unapologetic Underscore Geek. Uh, you can also check out uh, my good friends over at Bradmore Realty. They handle all your realty needs in the Jackson and uh, Greater Jackson Metro area. Uh, you go to their website. That's B-R-A-D-M-O-O-R-E Realty.com. And... Uh, you can check them out on Facebook at Bradmore Realty On their um, Facebook page Check it out, like, share, support, do all of that Of course, check out the mothership brand Reality Breached Where you can listen to Shellheads You can listen to the Black Pocket Podcast You can listen to the flagship show Reality Breach, And you can also listen to The Unapologetic Experience They're available everywhere iTunes, Google, uh, Spotify and Stitcher which consequently is also where you can check out the unapologetic experience, download like, share, rate, hopefully give me five stars, keep supporting the show, keep supporting my people over at Reality Reach and at the Black Pocket Podcast and at Shellheads show them some love uh, also, go and show the resident DJ DJ Lil' Walt some love on SoundCloud Just search DJ Lil' Walt You'll get all his mixes Of course, they're always awesome There's a good variety of them So check him out Go on Facebook, follow Black With No Chaser I mean, the things that they are doing And the things that they are writing on their website They're awesome They've become basically Black CNN In a way And they're steadily growing So I love it Uh, Also check out uh, Our show over at Black With No Chaser The Culture sports Me and TK we break down uh, sports Uh, We're getting ready to Really launch the show on a weekly basis So I'm really looking forward to that And we'll be just coming to you And giving you some sports news From a black perspective And it may get a little woke sometimes So I'm just letting you know also check me out on Off Topic with uh, myself Aaron and Leslie Down there we just talk about the shit we see on social media all the craziness that we see whether it be politics or pop culture or just niggas arguing just to be honest so yeah make sure you go show us some love there we're on SoundCloud uh, just search Black Excellence and Ignorance on SoundCloud and last but certainly not least once again Check my show out, rate, show some love, send some comments, send some support. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you staying locked in with me on this slightly extended episode. And until next time, this is Jarius, the Unapologetic Geek, and you have been listening to The Unapologetic Experience. I am out.